This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Hello and welcome to the Hooniverse podcast, the only podcast dedicated to Blind Melon. Only six people are going to get that joke. And they're all from Dorchester. Um, you, got, you guys don't even get that joke. I don't know. Do no. What was the name of the lead singer of Blind Melon? Scott Wiley. Shannon Hoon. <laughs> oh. Come on, people. Go download the song Galaxies. It's a good song. All right. Hello and welcome Great. to the podcast, episode 106. I'm your host, Jeff Glucker. And joining me, as usual, is my co-host, Blake370ZWrong. Nice. What's cracking? Uh, nothing much. Nothing, nothing crack-a-lackin'. How's your, how's your uh, day job at Pitchfork? Pitch? Is that a music thing? <laughs> so you just, uh, <laughs> yes. do a joke. We always do a joke. Or, okay. I don't know. I don't read. This will be a cavalcade of obscure references that will only be getting, you know. I had to explain. Guys, guys, Pitchfork is a multi-million dollar website. It's never very obscure. Oh, sorry. I don't read uh, music stuff. I just no, know it. I live it. I worked, uh, at, a, I worked at a music magazine in college. That doesn't I mean bet anything. You did. But that makes sense. Does it? Yes. Does it really? Yes, it does. John Cusack. Um, so joining uh, us today, actually, I should say, is uh, well, my good friend and uh, photographer extraordinaire Kevin McCauley, also graphic designer, also the guy who made the Seinfeld emojis. Yeah, yeah, that's that's his claim to fame. Seinfeld emojis, really? Yeah, Seinfeld yeah. two thousand. Nice. Yeah, so. I did those emojis, and then uh, SNL hired me to do their emojis for their app and everything. Oh, I love so, those emojis for the SNL app. Yeah, yeah, so I made all those. <laughs> I, uh, I, because I love the, uh, the one sketch, um, oh, what the fuck is it, where it's, uh, where Jason Sudeikis is the dancing guy. Oh, yeah, In the yeah. tracksuit. I love yeah. that sketch. Yeah, they specifically wanted two, like two positions yep. so you really get <laughs> so, it. So, let me ask you, does seeing Font Awesome make you just cringe at this point, or what? Font Awesome? Oh, oh you're not up on it. I mean. <laughs> oh, Okay. Is that a modern SNL? Imagine if SNL no, no, was no. modern. It's a, it's a design thing. It's yeah. a design thing. Uh, and then wasn't there that f- a documentary about Helvetica or something like that? That was a good documentary. Yes. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Good documentary. Um, I learned a lot about fonts that day. If anybody's curious, the font we use on Hooniverse most often is American Captain for the logo American stuff. Captain. It's free from <laughs> defont.com. Heavy kerning. Heavy yeah. kerning. Heavy keeming. <laughs> nice. Uh, so we're going to dive deeper into your world in a little bit, but first we're going to kick this Slightly old school for us now that we're 106 episodes old. We're old. Uh, we're going to go back to new car talk. We haven't done that in a while. Are there new cars anymore? I don't know, man. They don't make new cars. <laughs> they don't uh, make cars like they used to. Well, first up, I want to talk about something that maybe used to be near and dear to your heart. Uh, all the first drives are coming in for the two-liter Miata. Don't talk to me. So the that. U.S. spec Miata. <laughs> okay, so they drove the they drove the 1.6 liter or whatever or something like that in I think Europe, it's 1.5, right? One right? Yeah, that's yeah, a they drove it in Spain. Spec. Yeah, that's the standard size and for then, the rest of the world. And right? then yeah. they drove the 2.0 liter Miata here, mm-hmm. which uh, let me just guess. I haven't read any reviews of it yet, but it's it's tossable. All the controls fall <laughs> readily to hand, and the shifter is a willing partner. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice work, you Troy really, Queef. You can really toss the rear end out. Um, the, actually, my first bullet point is spoiler: everyone loves the damn thing. Oh, really? Well, I, actually, especially you know, Travis, our friend Travis. From I might Blanche. be working on. I might. Yo, really? I bet. I might be working on a uh, a plan, a secret ploy to drive one myself. So you should. Um, I, you know, I expect I will <laughs> Does like that it. Secret ploy involve calling up your friend at Mazda and going, "Can I get a press car?" Please? I've already done that three times. <laughs> uh, I don't even get to. If drive you're listening, it. Jacob, call me back. No, I, I, because I don't even get to drive it until the end of July. They're doing yeah. a, 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 a press event. Well, I'm I'm, kind of, I'm semi-retired from the industry. So. That's why if you get it before me, I'll be pissed. Because I'm yeah. not semi-retired. I'm fully in, engulfed. <laughs> um, but during that same event... <laughs> You're engulfed in flames. They, yeah, I've been for quite some time now. But at that event, they're also having the CX-3, which I'm actually kind of curious about. It's a good car. Because the CX-5 was it's good, good for what it is. Mm-hmm. The CX-3 should be better. It's a taller... <laughs> Three. Well, you know? like, two, like you know, like. Chris, like there's the Focus ST is good. The Fiesta ST is a little bit tighter and better. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking the CX3 will be like that. And for many people, Probably. the CX3 is all the car you're going to need. Yeah, totally. It's great. I like small cars, totes. obviously. Totes. As the goats, average buyer of the bro. CX3 would say, totes. I don't think um, they're that dorky. But yeah, everybody loves the MX-5. It was yeah. no surprise. Uh, right. Travis drove it on the track, actually, which is kind of cool. He drove I it on Rock. I really like the Club Edition, which comes with... All the stuff you want in a Miata. So LSD, but, Bill but Steen, it comes with the, the nav screen, which I am surprised that they added that. Yeah, but oh, okay. I mean, you're spending thirty grand on a Miata. You might right. as well have some way to get home. I think it's a much better looking car than the Miata's ever been. Oh yeah, I totally agree. It's it's finally got some creases in it, so it doesn't look as though you know it's like a vehicle out of out of the Cars ride at Disneyland. I've never had you a know? problem with the Miata's looks. I thought. The big happy face fit the car. It was fine. But now that it looks angry, I love it. It's I cool. Don't, I don't like happy cars. I only like angry things. <laughs> yeah. My car wasn't Your that Your Fiesta happy. <laughs> it doesn't look that angry from the front, though. It's kind of angry. It's a little <laughs> It's a little bit. It's 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 more like mildly perturbed. It's like stub, okay. it's like stubbed your toe on some furniture angry. Nice. Yeah. Kevin, Ke- Kevin, have you ever owned a Miata? No, I have not owned a Miata. But you do drive a girly car right now. Yes, I do. Yeah. What's your girly car? It's a Boxster S. Nice. 96. I don't think that's a girly I don't think, car. I don't think... No, I was being sarcastic because <laughs> I, I've driven Kevin's car and it's really nice. Well, I, I was don't agreeing think... sarcastically. Yes. Well, did they ever consider the Porsche... Was the Boxster... Did it get the girly tag? Some yeah, I think so. Totally. Really? I think so. Totally. Especially, especially like the first, like the, okay. the, the 207 horsepower one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's the, really the rounded. And any car that's convertible and round is going to be girly. And it was only a convertible, and it doesn't look like particularly mean or anything. I, so. The only problem I have with those cars is the fact that they're a bitch to work on, and they're horribly unreliable that very first <laughs> generation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. how's it going with yours? Actually, oh, yeah. yours my, is okay because it's the IMX thing. IMS my, thing. My wallet is very light. <laughs> the Porsche yeah. tax. I mean, it's not, it's not that I dislike the car. It's that it's, you know what you're getting into when you buy those cars for the most part. Unfortunately, yes. I need more experience with the Boxster. I, I actually don't even know if I've ever driven one ever. I need to get behind the wheel of one of those. And fix I that. really like the new Boxster, but I also like driving Kevin's. Yeah, yeah they're they're all good. I mean, the, the new one is really fantastic. One of our writers, Bradley, has a a, a bo- Boxster. He has a Boxster. Yeah, it's, a, it's the same just generation. Like his. Yeah. yeah, except yeah. I think his is a bit older. What year is yours again? Oh one. Oh, yours is just cleaner then. <laughs> his, is, his is kind of rough around. Well, this is a project. He's that's doing true. all kinds of shit to his. Um, I think you oh, could probably cool. get. You could probably make out well with a Boxster that's got a bad engine in it. Mm. If you're willing to rebuild it, you could go with a four liter motor in the damn well, thing. Well, can you? Would, I wonder if a Subaru motor would fit. Yeah, you people have done that. Up? Yeah, yeah. Well, like the 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 six cylinder one. No, like no. the WRX. People yeah. put the WRX oh. turbo in there. That would be wow. rad. Yeah, kind of it probably fits with a little room to spare. 
Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So. Or even the, the, I mean, it'd be expensive, but I was going to say the new two liter in the WRX would be Well, and on that too. note, I mean, the news is now is that the Boxster and the Cayman are going full flat four turbo. Super I mean, duper. And, and soon for the next year. Wow. So, huh. Huh. Um, so moving on, um, my next little tidbit here. So Jaguar hasn't even really started selling the F-Pace yet, but they've what already the announced they're going to be. the F-Pace? Oh, it's their crossover. <laughs> Oh, God. But they've already announced they're going to be cranking out a larger version called the J-Pace. Why don't you just buy a Land Rover? Why don't they just call it the J-Maze? Why don't they just, call it, why don't they just call it the Billy Maze? I don't like the Why don't jokes. they just call it the James May? Nah. Why don't they? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, why would you buy that and not a Range Rover? Why would or? you buy a Jaguar? God. Uh, well, no, you can't say why would you buy a Jaguar. Jaguar. No, why would you buy a Jaguar crossover? Fuck. Because every car company doesn't need a fucking crossover. And oh, good, Jaguar has their first crossover 18 years Actually, too late. every car company does because that's where they make their money. And right. Keeps them afloat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. However, you know these, I mean, I guess they're not going, they're going to be Land Rovers. With Jaguar noses, they have to be. But everyone has a Land Rover. Everyone has a Range Rover. At least with this, you have something different. It stands out, you know... Your neighbors don't have the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm being too harsh. I'm being like way too old school slash oppo, you know, <laughs> purist. I'm guy. guessing from the Jag standpoint, they're probably going to eschew the off road ability and go more towards pure comfort. That makes a lot of sense, actually. That totally makes sense. Uh, or maybe also even more sporty driving dynamics than the Range Rover, possibly as well. Is Very it likely. all aluminum construction? I would imagine. Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. Um, now, the, and on the flip side, two companies that most people will probably bitch about making the uh, SUVs crossovers mm-hmm. I actually think a Bentley SUV and a Lamborghini SUV are kind of fucking awesome I think awesome. the Bentley one <laughs> Bentley makes all the sense in the world for that market and the Lamborghini one they're going to do what Porsche did they saw what Porsche did and it turned the company around and I think that VW Group oh they, they have the parts VW Group looked at it and went this this part of the company is probably costing them money to keep running. Yeah. If they build this thing, it's going to have, have huge margins on it, and they'll probably sell a billion of them. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I, I personally hate luxury SUVs, but yeah, yeah it makes sense. Well, I have to begrudgingly say that it makes sense. You don't like Land Rovers? No. Get out of here. You're fucking... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. See I, I love Land Rovers. I fucking love Land Rovers from the beginning to now. Even the... Re- even... The fact I don't like that people don't use them as they're intended, but they've morphed into highway. No, I've I've enjoyed I've enjoyed driving luxury SUVs. I've enjoyed driving the you know the Range Rovers and stuff like that. I just personally would never want to get one, and I don't understand. What about the old ones? Well, the old ones are cool because those they're dirt cheap. You know, they're vague. If you get them vaguely reliable, you can go off road and kick ass. So let me ask you this: from from a journalistic standpoint, do you judge a car on whether you like it, or do you judge it on how it fits the market that it's intended for? I judge a car on whether it's a good car. Yeah, I personally, I I don't like it, but I personally like small cars. Right. Though I say, I will say, I will tell you what I don't like about a car Mm -hmm. and why I wouldn't buy it. But then I, I can see why. Like, I just had the Chrysler 300C for a week. Right. And the example I had was very nearly loaded. It was missing the Harman Kardon audio system and then all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. That was it. Uh, it was $50,000. It's a lot for of money a Chrysler for Chrysler 300C. Without a, yeah, without a Hellcat motor in it, that's a lot of right. money. <laughs> here's the thing. A Chrysler 300C kind of looks like it would cost $50,000. Maybe now, but still, in the seats, the seats sucked in it. 
The oh, Genesis yeah. has passed it for better seats, and it, yeah. that you should never say that. Like the Hyundai now has better seats than the Chrysler. Well, oh, the never, Genesis, I think, is an all-around nicer car now. Much yeah, nicer. and I've I've never really liked Chryslers. I do like the three hundred C and everything, just from a styling standpoint. But yeah, the Genesis is a far superior car. I mean, the engine was nice because it had the five seven Hemi. It had yeah. the eight speed automatic. This one had rear wheel drive, so you, if you wanted to, you could do dumb shit. It had a sport mode for the traction mm, control. I love doing dumb shit. I've actually <laughs> been seeing a fair number of the new Genesis kicking around LA now. I have. It's such, a, it's such a handsome car. I think people are finally catching on being like, there's something to these high-end Hyundais. By the way, we are eight minutes into the podcast, and Blake is on his second beer. I just want to point that. I'm very proud of you. I'm not having any tonight, so you're sharing driving. the workload. I'm not uh, driving. They also, are shock tops, thank you, so thank enjoy. Thank you for making me sound like a raging alcoholic. No, it's fine. I, I was drinking before the podcast started. If actually, that makes you feel any better, to make you feel not. To make you feel better, last night I finished my bottle of wine, still wanted to drink, and the only thing I had left in the house that I was going to open was an old bottle of port that oh. I said, fuck it. I decanted it, and I had three glasses of it, and then you I said, what am I doing with Okay, so you haven't done oh, what I've done, where you just drink out of the bottle. No. The, I believe the, the hashtag was die, live, or die. That was, he's not joking. That was actually the hashtag. <laughs> that was a Sunday night, so clearly you were, <laughs> you were, you were you know, worshiping the Lord's Sabbath or whatever. I, um, yeah, the... I needed to decant it because the cork crumbled and there was sediment in the bottom. It was dusty. That's true. It was yeah. a dusty bottle. Ooh, a dusty bottle of port from this old <laughs> sailing exactly ship. Exactly what it was. Yeah, and uh, it actually wasn't bad. Did you, you know? Uh, <laughs> you did know you drink what? it next yeah. to your many fine leather-bound books? Mm. <laughs> I wish. Rich, I was, rich mahogany. mahogany. I was reading yeah. the, the great works of Charles Dickens. <laughs> um, well, it's okay. <laughs> no, I gotta say it's okay right. because Sunday, Sunday, the girlfriend and I went out to brunch and we had you know bottomless mimosa. For an yes. hour, and I think we went to th- through three of the big jugs, the really big like you glass pitchers and everything. I know we need to try. Harder. When my wife is not, and I haven't an said this on the air yet, but when my wife is not pregnant, there's a place in Huntington Beach we like to go. Uh, we can get there at ten, and then we'll decide. Maybe it's time to walk home at two. And we nice. were getting mimo- – that's where we met our uh, dog sitter, actually. She's a Aww. server there. <laughs> so now it's even better when we go because nice. they get filled up faster. Uh, but moving on to a different. SUV. So Jeep has announced, uh, but sticking with Chrysler, oddly enough, mm-hmm. Jeep has announced that they might be prepping, or rumors are swirling, that they're prepping a Grand Cherokee Trackhawk, which is kind of a dumb name, but kind of an okay name. Uh, Trackhawk <laughs> is the is the 80s BMX movie that Blaze Ron stars in. Um, but the, it's coming with the Hellcat engine. That's going <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah, that's so absurd and awesome. Yes, and I had the first us above laughing. the SRT. Yes, I mean, uh, I, I would I, imagine yeah, I it would well, replace it. You know, the SRT is for when you want to want a light, nimble Jeep. It's their <laughs> GT3. Right, <laughs> I would have to imagine that this would replace it, but I, I could be yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's probably. I could be wrong, but a, a fucking Hellcat you know Jeep what? Grand uh, Cherokee. Yes, I wanna, I wanna give be, it to me. I want to be rich enough where I can personally commission Ralph Gio's to build me an a renegade with a Hellcat motor in the middle. All right, I, and I can. Because you said middle, I give middle. it. A yeah, it's up. like it's like the new uh, Fiesta Shogun. Yes. Now, yes. now, if this if this does have a Hellcat engine and it's still all wheel drive, it will probably be the fastest of the Hellcat vehicles to sixty and down the quarter. Very likely. Yeah, which is fucking great. I want to see it do the moose test, but it popped the tires because <laughs> it's burning. It's yeah. burning. So just I want to see it just not four. turn and go straight through the moose. And <laughs> I, I want to see the moose just explode. Yeah. Yes. I, I still they're still missing the opportunity. We're putting that motor in the three hundred because I think the three hundred is a much better looking car, and it, it, that the I mean a Hellcat three hundred just be a very very compelling car. Now I saw 
I didn't think they made this, but I saw it on the road the other day. The generation, the new generation 300 with 392 badges on the side. Uh-huh. They do make it? I believe they did for a little it, bit. If if this was a custom job, it looked incredibly factory. I think this was I think they did that for maybe one year before they stopped doing the SRT version of the of the 300. Okay. Oh, wow. It looked rad. They stopped doing that. All right. And so they, speaking they of still us. sell them in, I believe they still sell them in Europe, though, as SRTs. You know what? They Ooh. should bring back the 300C Touring with a Hellcat motor. Yeah, that's my well, project right there. No, it's not really, but, I mean, it would be. It's one of my, like, 15 dream projects. I always have kicking around. And, you know, one of them is an LS2 Miata, and one of them is uh, probably... Why LS2 specifically? Because I've driven one, and it's awesome, Jeff. And also I'm one just of wondering the, why not LS3 <laughs> oh, I, I meant LT1. Say, I, guess, or, I yeah. guess I meant to say the new LS3 or LT1. Just right. any sort of Corvette motor in a Miata. Gotcha. Which is actually a pretty bog standard, really, project. Yeah, that's not really a dream. That's, like, very attainable. Right. <laughs> Fairly attainable. Dream low, yeah, young true. man. Dream low. <laughs> um, that's, yeah. <laughs> I got a few other ones. Shoot I for the wrote, stars. I wrote them down somewhere. <laughs> okay. Shoot for maybe the top of the treetops yeah, with that one. Yeah. Um, all right, so the last bit of new car news is that uh, our friend Jalopnik posted a video Ford made, and in the beginning of it, you can hear the noise that the GT350R makes. And I'm, everybody be quiet because I'm going to play it, and it sounds awesome. You should pick this up on camera. Yeah, just get that. Uh, just drag the mic down real close. Oh, drag this down. All right, hold on. Pull the laptop closer to it. I got to do it again. Yeah. Or did we get that sound guy, Chris? Yeah, we're getting it. All right, cool. Jeff, I think uh, everyone... That sounds awesome. Jeff, I think everyone in this room is now uncomfortably moist. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm not at all. I didn't think you'd be impressed because like it's it. a Mustang. No, 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 not because it's a Mustang. It's got... Flat plane cranks. I like flat plane cranks, but that does not have the noise. same feel to it that a, Euro- that a European flat plane crank does. Noise. I just like the noise. Uh, every now and then we digress into regular car's voice, but I think that's okay. I think that car will sound a lot better with some aftermarket mufflers on it. I think that sounded pretty fucking good. <laughs> it just has no... There's no... It doesn't have... I like your Plus, we didn't hear it at full song, either. That's true. I like Euro flat plane V8s because they have that shriek to it. That doesn't have the shriek, nor does it have the bassy note that an American... Typical Euro has. snobbery from Chris. I like know. normal. I know. Um, GM's a European company, right? Absolutely. Chris um, isn't even a Euro stop. Dude, you own a Fiesta and a Corvette. It was a joke, douche. It was Shut a up. joke. Actually, the Fiesta <laughs> is German. <laughs> the Fiesta is German. Yeah. It's so. more probably Belgium. Um, <laughs> says Jeff, the guy with a Porsche on his shirt. Oh, and it's funny. This is like a fancy Porsche-affiliated shirt. To the Porsche on your shirt looks like the image didn't load when it went to print. And it's like the low-res version. Yeah. One thing, I, I saw a uh, a new ish uh roush mustang in my neighborhood yesterday with a supercharger on it and holy hell did that thing sound beautiful you went from six to midnight yeah that was that was a very roush, not- roush does a good job with their noises yeah especially when you got a giant supercharged motor behind it yeah you know, could you hear it oh yeah 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 Whee! yeah you hear a little bit of wine and yeah a excellent. lot of exhaust excellent uh so that's it at the moment for new car bs because fuck new cars um Gosh, we're gonna dive into right. your world uh mr kevin uh you are a world famous photographer 
Something like that. <laughs> um, what? So what, what? What do you do? What? What do you do? How do you get this work? What do you do? Tell everybody listening. How do you? <laughs> Kevin, become, what's your secret? How do they what's steal your, your life? What? Which work specifically? Do you uh, well, you, Kevin, you've shot for Lincoln before. Yeah. Have you shot for any other OEMs? Or are you allowed to talk about anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, Cadillacs purchased some photos, and uh, I've shot for Toyota in Texas. Um, You'll probably get more of that work. A little closer. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Close it up. Yeah, up a little bit. There, yeah, there you go. go. That should be good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to um, your mouth hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but t- Toyota in Texas, that's probably going to pick up that work soon. Oh, s- since yeah. the UHQ is heading there. Or, or, the, or they'll hire someone, hire someone better that's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You'll be the one person positively affected by the Toyota. Positively. To, <laughs> to the Toyota move to Texas. <laughs> nice. Except for any Japanese businessman who really want to see a cow get shot in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that you can do that too. in Osaka, right? <laughs> well, you have better beef. Yeah, that's um, how they make Kobe beef. Uh, now, do you do this on a global scale? Are you doing it mostly nationally? Uh, where do you where do you find yourself doing most of your work, or is it just at home in Texas? Uh, I mean, it's mostly in Texas. I was in Detroit. I shot the Continental before the New York Auto Show mm-hmm. in a studio, and um, and it was exciting to to launch that in New York and be a part of that and everything. Um, but yeah, mostly in Texas. And I was doing stuff with cars, and now I'm. Just doing Expanding. stuff with cars. So, now I'm just doing stuff with cars I find. When, it's when you shot with Lincoln, did you ask them if they were going to continue making abortions of design, or was that the end of the run? And the that new was continental be, is this, nice. That was going to be good from now <laughs> this, from there on. Uh, this is a new design language that is debuting on this, and this will be going forward. Influencing everything else because the split okay. wing thing didn't really work out too. It well. didn't really take. But you, you did get to shoot Lincoln at Pebble Beach, and that was your first time at Pebble Beach, wasn't it? Uh, no, I went to Pebble Beach on my own just as oh, a, as, a sorry. Fan, <laughs> as a fan in like 2007 or eight. Nice. Was, Where else are you going to wear your silly pants and silly suit? <laughs> and you brought your monocle too. Did he bring your monocle? Not on this the trip? first time. Not the first time. Just just the oh. the time I saw you there. Yeah. That's if true. I go, oh. I'm going to get a sword cane. Oh, oh yeah, yes. that's, that's a good idea. I'm going to dress like the Monopoly guy. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to buy. A, I'm going to buy a handlebar mustache. It'll be great. I know a guy. <laughs> you buy a handlebar. I'm buy a handlebar mustache. <laughs> it's going to be white. You are not capable of growing them. I am not. I cannot grow a mustache. You should get the one. From, I have a hormone problem. The one from uh, uh, Kill Bill, where he would like throw it around. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's racist. No, no. I mean, <laughs> if you can pull it off. Stereotypical do it. Chinese mustache. I know, Come on, but it was Jeff. the point want, of it. But it would be awesome. I want like a big bushy. I want the Pringles can. Mustache. I want the Pringles guy mustache. Right. That's what I want. All right. I'm just thought that. Yeah, be cool. I know. I know. No, I saw because he throws. It. I was, I was going to mention. I saw Hot <laughs> the Hot Rod mo- the movie the Love other night, movie. which is a fucking amazing movie. It's so good. And um, you know, there's a scene where Andy Samberg goes, "You know, I have a hormone problem because he always has to wear that fake mustache." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's me. That's been me for the last three Halloweens." Right, Zach, who just walked in the door? They didn't know that. Um. Anyway, funny. That's true. Anyway, Kevin, you've uh. You've done a lot of work for Lincoln and everything too, and also you did the, you did a thing for Auto Week back when I was still there. Yes, I did Auto Week <laughs> AW Go West. That was a lot of fun. Well, yeah, it seemed it like explained. a lot of fun. Uh, well, um, I did two things for Auto Week. I did a, a guide to Austin for the F1 race, uh, and then it was kind of a second thing that kind of funded me to go uh, with my friend. We went to Marfa. Uh, we drove a, a new 2015 WRX to Marfa, Texas. From Houston, and, which is uh, the No Country for Old Men town, and it, also home of the Marfa Prada. Yeah, it is. And so we we went out there and and did a thing. And so uh, instead of doing 
uh, images. Like I was going to do all these photographs, and my friend does amazing lettering and script, and so he was going to do script over them. It was kind of like the words were kind of be influenced by the trip. It was really artsy, and they were cool with it. And um, so instead of handing in a slideshow, I was really like, "This is too static." So I built this whole like website where it's all parallax and everything, and the type is over the the images, and it moves as you scroll and everything. And um, and they haven't published it, so I don't <laughs> think they're ever going to because it's been pretty. It's it's been there. Did you get for paid? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So is there up. anywhere that people can see that? Like, is it live on the web? It's on your profile. It is, uh, it, portfolio, isn't it? It is. Uh, yeah, I think it's on my portfolio. If you go to MacaulayPhoto.co/slash go west, you can. We're gonna we're gonna not throw a link on com though because yeah. I did that today and that's not you. It's not dot com, <laughs> right? It's dot co. And actually, I. Don't really use that URL, but it's still up. So, but it is there. So we're um, gonna throw a link on uh, the Hooniverse website. Yeah, it's probably the podcast than, than this. this. So, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. And you got to hang out with uh, Will Pierce, who's a good friend of all yeah, of ours. Yeah. Although I've never met him yet, and he is a. He is I love that amazing. you can say that in this day in social media. He's a great friend, but I've never met I've him. Never met him. But we just <laughs> make dumb jokes on Twitter all nice. the time, and it's wonderful. And uh, he's a, a amazing, amazing calligrapher and illustrator too. So hmm, interesting. Uh, what's huh. What's your favorite car to shoot? Do you have any? Uh, like style of car that you prefer. I mean, I guess I'm a sports car guy, so I like shooting sports cars. One of the, one of the first cars that I shot, like that I really really shot, was like a CTSV, and I've always had good things with Cadillacs, so um, so I enjoy well, that. It's a good I Texas mean, it's, car. That's a good car to shoot. I mean, there's so many interesting angles Absolutely. on that car. Absolutely, you know, and all the art and science. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, both. it's not like you gotta get the art I and mean, the science. How many people get into this business and go, you know, I, I really just want to shoot the Corolla for the next 24 <laughs> years. I have a Sentra parked outside that Sweet. you could really just have a go at. <laughs> you know what? It's really funny, Kevin, because right now is, I guess you would say, the magic hour. If you look out the window, the light's really soft and diffused and everything. And you know, on the way on the drive down here, when we were hideously late to record this podcast, <laughs> uh, you were talking this about how. How much, how much you like the light in L.A. versus in Houston. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, uh, I mean, Houston will have nice It's days, less culturally oppressive? <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, get it's not all don't get me started. But yeah, it's, I mean, the light here is just so crisp because it's, it's dry and it's, it's just nice. There's just a warmth to it. Houston, we get nice sunsets, but it seems uh, this time of year well, it seems like few and far between because you have all this haze and um, – Humidity, just it's just yeah. you know, just be white sky and I, I mean, yeah, we have no haze in California. Well, yeah. it's different. It's a different minus haze. Chris Hayes. It's a different <laughs> and it's haze. different. It's a different kind of haze. Like there, it's almost like a a fog and just you know, it'll be so it's, much moisture in the air that it's just white out. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just smog. If you've ever die. been to Florida, it's the same thing because I spent some time in a little bit of time in Houston. It's just like it's yeah. that same gross, just kind of like. I don't want to do anything because it's right. humid. And then it also, it, it's, you're right. It does. It like hangs in the air and just kind of makes things look shitty. Hey, Kevin, yeah, yeah. Kevin Austin doesn't have that, does it? Have what? The haze. Right. Not at all. Okay, good. Great. Great. Awesome. Because I like Austin. <laughs> um, but uh, actually, I got to ask, Kevin, do you have any, you know, a lot of our listeners obviously love cars and they like shooting pictures of their cars. Do you have any tips for beginner photographers? That was my next question. <laughs> and yeah, I know it might seem a bit cliche to ask a photographer this no, question, no. but it is very That's, appropriate. It's absolutely not cliche. Yeah. It's the very appropriate person All right, to ask. Kevin, <laughs> three tips. Okay, oh, three, tips. three tips. That people make, actually three mistakes I should say that people make when you're shooting cars. Okay, um... I would say avoid parking lots if you can. I know if, – unless it's completely empty and there's no one else in it. You mean the concrete parking structure is not a classic? If you can hide but it well. But cars belong there. If you can hide it well. I mean, uh, 
I don't know. I just try to avoid parking lots where you can see other cars. I want a yeah. picture of a car. It, it doesn't matter if it's Instagram or if it's a real shot. Like, I don't want to see any other car in the shot unless it's part of that composition. It's always so. an interesting challenge when you go to a car show, too, where you try to get that one car in the shot with nothing with, like, the two awful cars that are on Absolutely. the side of it. Just trying to, like, just as much... Just as much sky as I can get. And then yeah, you're waiting yeah. there for 20 minutes because some guy is there with his kid and they're just looking inside the car, which is cool. But, you know, eventually they're going to have to look at another Well, car. that's the appeal of, like, car corners on Instagram. It's like, how can I hide the horrible grocery store parking lot that is behind this car? <laughs> you know, that's that's what car corners is. If I ever post anything that says car corners, it's because everything around it was hideous and I just want this detail to so light. So car corners the, is like the car the version of the my fa- MySpace angle. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's my space for cars. Okay, what, are, so, what are the stuff that people do when uh, they're fucking up their car- cars? Um, I guess I guess just not looking at the scene enough. I try to get a different perspective from from just walking up to it. I, I try to get either really low or really high up, out, you know, elevation. Just something that that makes you do a second look and and trying to with the background and everything, trying to make it seem like this shot of this car could be this could have been the the press photo for the car in 1972, and there's nothing to give it away that it's not. My favorite so like time is like aspect. yeah, the yeah. shitty picture where the car it's not the frame's not even quite level, mm-hmm. and then the car is just square in the middle with nothing interesting going on. It's like the lazy dick pic of car <laughs> pictures, <laughs> and you just see them all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. Now, when you're shooting details and stuff like that, too, are there a lot of other mistakes people make when they're shooting, like, an interesting, like, line in the fender or, like, a badge or anything? Or um, are those kind of just kind of straightforward? I mean, it's, it's it's kind of straightforward. I would say just keep looking, you know, and don't – it might not be the first thing you see, but keep looking at the details and look at it. You know, get as low as you can. You know, get the phone as low as you can and, and look at it from that and see if it's more interesting that way. Um, and also just basic compositions things. You don't want – corners or edges really too close to the edge of the frame if you can avoid that like look something like that negative space be, people look up negative space yeah yeah you, you, sometimes you'll be kicking yourself later because you're like oh this shadow is perfect but it comes so close to the edge of the frame and I don't have any more detail and it, you know it kind of ruins it and and you know you're capturing the machine at, on Instagram and you've got quite a following there too yeah um, uh, I've got some people a lot of them are not spam I think <laughs> uh, I'm not <laughs> But uh, if you want to, if you want to get more, say Instagram followers, and obviously not by buying them for twelve dollars. Um, well, how how would you get more Instagram followers? I know you did a post on this on Jalopnik recently. Um, I did a post on the best Instagrams, the best car photographers on Instagram, and and I had a specific uh, specific thing I was looking for was because they did a post of best car photographers on Instagram, and I thought it was not good. Not that they weren't good photographers, but that they were not good. Instagram photographers no, by all, my it rules. All, it was photographic <laughs> artists. It was stuff. it was established photographers right. shooting their commercial shots and posting their portfolios on right. Instagram, which is fine. And there's a place for that, and that's cool. But I wanted to but share. But your iPhone only, aren't you? I wanted to share. Yeah, and I wanted to share. Like these are guys that go out and they're using all the limitations of this device. It's like doing a production of Apocalypse Now in a high school gymnasium. <laughs> it just is not the media. Well, it's the old school <laughs> like saying. Yeah. yeah, it's the old school saying that you know the camera you have is the best camera you've got, right? That's right that's right so and it, and, it, and it's fun to have that limitation and and to go with that i mean i've done any 
almost anything you can do with DSLR photography. I've I've experimented with. I've done rig shots, and you know, I do lighting, and I do night and light painting, and I love like trying new things. Um, and all those are tools. And then when you're when you're out and you see something, and you have just your your phone and the camera on it. You know and, that's yeah. that's a limitation that kind of forces you to be more creative. Whereas if you if you didn't have that limitation, you would be just like, oh, I'm just going to do my routine. But this, you you say, I've got to look to make this interesting to make it worthy. Here's a question: What application are you shooting with on your phone? I shoot with the regular camera app just because it's quick, and then mm-hmm. I edit in ViscoCam. Like, okay. and, and you also ended it Instagram because there are so many powerful tools on Instagram. <laughs> these days, right? no, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm actually saying that because I most, I, I do some filters in ViscoCam, and then I mostly edit in Instagram because it's just so robust. And you know, you're seeing a, you're seeing a photo on that tiny little screen, so it's not like you're gonna blow it up and see like the, the sharpening layers you've put on it and everything. Do, do filters make you cringe? I mean, well, ViscoCam has filters. So as Instagram has toned down their filters um, from the beginning. From the beginning, there was really heavy-handed. There was big red blotches. And it was like, look how... Everything's you know, sepia tone. Yeah, look how fake <laughs> film it is. Yeah. And now they've, they've toned it back. But um, You can adjust the, the strength of your filter, too. Right. I don't, I don't ever use any of the tools in Instagram. I do like this, the, um, this perspective, like the skewer tool. And that, you know, sometimes you can cheat and makes things more look... Look more parallel if you did not shoot it exactly parallel. But um, there's another app called Skewer It. Imagine that spelled without vowels, and it <laughs> oh god, uh, I can't. and it and it works a little better even for for adjusting those perspectives. Hmm. Uh, very nice, very nice. Um, now. I want to dive into a little bit about what's been going on with our cars. We know you drive a Boxster, which is awesome. But not today. Right. I have a... Actually, what car do you have today, Kevin? I have a 1979 Mercedes SE. It's S- a 280SE. Yes. Yeah, it's nice. awesome. It's the one with the headlights uh, next to each other, not the stacked one. So it's a W1... I think it's W116? Yeah, something like that. I think right. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Put your hands on that. Relay rides. Oh, okay. I found the cool. Like there was no cars on relay rides that were cool. I planned That's to buy on relay rides. Really? It, well, yeah, it was a total fluke. I was wanting to get a Saab. A Saab. I, I really wanted a Saab. I've never driven a Saab. I really wanted to. So I was, and there's none in Houston on relay rides. So I planned to get one. I booked one. And then the guy says, "Can you actually transfer this to to my other Saab 93?" And so I said, "Sure." First of all, this guy has two Saab two Saab 93s. And then last weekend, he says, uh, oh, "That Saab was in an accident, uh, and uh, and you're gonna, you, we're gonna have to cancel the reservation." So I found this Mercedes, and it was amazing. It's so it worked so out. He, even he was an architect rushing to his new gig, right. <laughs> and that's why. No, he, he was actually he was actually rushing to his. Uh, uh, t- Adjunct professor position at Holyoke. What does it cost? And I mean, you don't have to tell the exact amount if you don't want to. But what does it what does it cost to rent a car like that Mercedes? About I think it's like sixty nine bucks a day. It's, I mean, that's more exciting. I mean, it's it's a little more than your standard rental, but it's way more fun. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And it's then I'm really I'm cool going to have a nine nine seven the last two days of this week. Nice. Yeah, that's going to be a little bit more expensive. Yeah, that's a bit more expensive. Okay, and but if you're in it, LA, you may as well because you can go yeah. hit the canyons. Exactly. Exactly. And That's that uh, awesome. and that that Benz is really cool. It's got like it's mint. It's like under a hundred thousand miles on that thing. Right? Yeah. Well, at least yeah. that's what the odometer says because it's not broken. <laughs> the speedometer is broken. The speedometer nice. is broken. The AC, Kevin advised us not to turn on the AC, which is okay because the weather's been nice. But, you know, imagine going on relay rides and being like, oh, yeah, I don't mind a rental car without AC. What the Some hell? people are going to be like that. What the hell is the deal with insurance on that? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know and don't 
and hope to not find out. Wow, that's there, brave. There, there, no, there there is insurance. Um, you do you do purchase insurance. I don't know how it works as far as it like, must be offered through the site somehow. I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't. It and has I don't. To be. And I don't know what this person has their claim. You I'm, know what? Like, right, what yeah. their insurance because their insurance provider I'm doesn't know what's going on. Super sensitive because I I totaled a car a rental car once and it's just like since and also then, yeah. Did I, you have insurance? I I very wisely bought the waiver. Awesome. So you just <laughs> said like sorry. Yeah, it's not insurance. It's a waiver. They're not an insurance company, so they can't right. sell it to you as insurance. So it can't ever go against your driving record either. Nice. Ah, that's good to know. So, and also remember what PJ Rourke said: the world's fastest car is a rental car. Yes. Kevin, how many J turns are we going to do in this car as soon as we leave the studio? <laughs> Fourteen more. Yes. In addition to the twelve we already did <laughs> nice. on the way here. Nice. Uh, Blake, how's your bike? My bike is awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I had a little bit of worry because it, it started making a louder valve tick noise than usual. <laughs> and um, I'm like, well, you know, that's what happened with the Miata, so I'm going to die. Well, but um, Did you uh, check the oil? I did check the oil. I topped off the oil. Fun fact, it uses the exact same oil as the Jaguar XJ220 in the Peterson, which gives it some fantastic provenance. <laughs> that's, yeah, but is it just like Mobile One? <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually some obscure German oil that was oh. recommended by Auto Build Magazine. Yeah. Mobile, mobile <laughs> yeah. Ein? <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, it actually came with the car. We topped it off, and uh, it's it's running a little bit better now. And at the same time, I've got forty four hundred miles on it, and I'm waiting. I'm holding out until I get to sixty two hundred miles, it's, and that's when the major service happens. It's an extremely rare five W thirty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> synthetic. You can get this at AutoZone. Nice, nice. Uh, Chris, how's the Fiesta? That's good. I drive the piss out of it. It's due for its second oil change now. Uh, so it's low on piss? Yes. Uh, it's low on piss. <laughs> he drives the piss out of it. So. Uh, it's not low on it, it. No, I drive that hard. It hasn't burned a drop of oil. Awesome. Um, so I guess I seated the rings properly. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, I am going to work with uh, Rick Radcliffe to get the suspension done because it'll be easier to do on a lift. Yes. Uh, and then I have a bunch of stuff i got to put on for Mountain that I just have not had the time to do yet. Excellent. That's that's cool, though. And also, by checking Instagram, I see Rick Radcliffe has, has been having a lot of fun with Jason. I think Jason's been having a lot of fun with Rick Radcliffe. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, look for a video soon on Rick's C5Z06 by Jason, who's getting better with every video. That's true. Um, and also, the C5Z06 is my favorite car in high school. Second favorite car. What's your first? Nissan Theranos CX Twin Turbo. Oh, okay. Uh, I just had to know. <laughs> uh, for Hoon Truck, I uh, pulled the car, the top of the carb off over the weekend, and uh, I you looked did. at the floats. I'm like, yep, those are floats. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's the they needles. They go inside the carburetor. Right. I, right. I didn't know there's things that actually float in yes. there. So now I know why they're called that. They're made of plastic very and plastic deteriorates. Yeah. Um, so I put the car back on, and I got the pressure down from nine, but it's still a little high. It's at six and a half. It needs to be about five and a half. Uh, But that's fine. That's not bad. But it's not leaking oil anymore, which is great. And I was going to go take it for a spin, and then I looked at the back of the truck, and the the passenger side rear is totally flat. I was like, oh, okay. That sucks. That's the least. Uh, that's the least bad thing that could happen. Though. Yeah, but, but it's had, annoying. Yeah, so I don't have a compressor, anyway, right? Oh. No, I thought I had some, but I'm gonna have to just go buy some. Hey, can you rent a compressor from Home Depot? Probably, but I can just okay. lift the truck up, take the wheel off, and run it to the oh, tire well, store. The other thing you should, you should <laughs> I, I just, which I was Rick's idea. All of my cars get a little 12 volt compressor. Yeah, I don't have anywhere to plug it in. It's my basically, garage. the thing you use to fill up like air mattresses and right. those depressing the, kiddie pools. <laughs> a lot of the 12 volt compressors come with alligator clips, so you can just clip it right on the battery. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to have to do that. That's good to know. I'm sure there's a cheap-ass one at Harbor Freight that I can get. 
Yeah, or you can just get the adapter too, where it goes from the alligator clips to a uh, cigarette lighter. I don't have one of those. No, I do have one of those, but I don't know if it works. Um, but that's good to know. All right, so yeah, I got to fix the flat tire. The goal is to drive it to the HRE Wheels open house this Saturday. We'll see if that happens or not. I'm going if to it, try to attend. If it doesn't, I'll have a Jaguar XJL, so, you know. Well, Perfect. Woe is me. <laughs> yeah. um, but hopefully, I'd prefer to drive the truck. The truck um, is cool. The maybe, truck you is can, cool. maybe you can talk Corey into getting you some HRE wheels on a truck. No, no, no. no. I, I have kidding. brand new wheels on there, anyways. Um, but, I mean, what if you offered, I'd take them. What wheels do you have? Just Kragers. Nice. I put black steelies with a D window. Um, one of the few times that Kragers is actually appropriate. Yeah, totally. No, even though uh, Zach Bowman told me that those tru- those wheels don't belong belong on a truck, they belong in the trailer park, uh, which was <laughs> funny yet mean. Um, so, which is appropriate because he's from Tennessee. Uh, we got to start wrapping this up a little bit here, Kevin. Thanks for coming on. Tell everybody, remind everybody where they can find you on the social medias. All uh, of them. I am capturing the machine. One word on Instagram, uh, K McCauley, which. You can't spell probably, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> on Twitter, there'll be a and, link uh, on this. And that's it. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate Actually, it. Actually, Kevin, oh, I pleasure. gotta say, um, in- Instagram, the official Instagram account, or uh, picked your uh, Instagram handle, right? Yeah, I was suggested last year, and that yeah. got me, you know, some attention for a wait, little wait, while. Wait, like Twitter, that's, that's like Instagram showcased you. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. quite. So the how many honor, followers yeah. do you have on Instagram? Uh, like forty one thousand. Damn! It, I mean, it's, you're not even a fitness model. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, no, that's my other thing. That's yeah. why. It, uh, yeah. It, I mean, I feel like the I numbers. Do so are, many squats. <laughs> the numbers are just silly and made up because it'll actually fluctuate weirdly. So, yeah, I mean, still, I can't, that's a I can't take a it too seriously. That's a pretty good number, though. I mean, people pay attention. I've heard once you break ten, people start to pay attention. Yeah, is what you I've become heard. a quote unquote. Influencer. My goal is to hit <laughs> two soon, so we'll see. Same here. Let's um, see who does that first, Kevin. Uh, my name's I mean, No, uh, tell everybody where to find you on social media. Well, you can find me at Jake Locker. No, you can find yeah, me at... go for it. BZ- That's not my <laughs> Instagram, though. Uh, BZ, BZ-R-O-N-G on Instagram, where I have substantially less followers than Kevin, but I am following Kevin, and he follows me, which is precious. <laughs> nice. Uh, Chris, pimp, pimp your engine. Uh, well, I'm going to start a company called Shout Motor. Shout motor. <laughs> I don't know what it's I'm going to do. It's electric, yet. actually. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, shout out If you want to do a podcast, come over. We'll take care of you. Uh, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hayes Data, where you'll find me usually rambling deliriously these days because I'm only working on like two or three hours of sleep most days. Awesome. So, yeah. Sweet. Uh, you know where to find me on Instagram. I'm at Hooniverse Jeff. On Twitter, I'm at Jay Glucker, also at The Hooniverse. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, please. YouTube.com slash C slash The Hooniverse, which is their new URL structure. We passed 12,000 the other day, and uh, I said last time that my goal is 20,000. I don't, I, want, I don't want to rest at 15. I want to go right to 20. Let's get to 20,000. I think I actually said 25, but that sounds high. Uh, so let's go with 20. Uh, but yeah, we're getting there. We're doing our thing. Also, uh, on Facebook, we have a new uh, web series that we're showcasing. We have two episodes out. It's called Driver on Driver, shot by our friend Sam Nalvin, who at every Formula Drift stop is sitting down with a Formula Drift driver and interviewing them in a very between-two-ferns sort of way. The first episode was Chris Forsberg. The, the second, second episode. episode was Barack Obama. No, but that would be great. We don't, we're not there yet. It was Frederick Osbo. Um, both episodes are on our Facebook page, 
Facebook.com slash Hooniverse, uh, and they're fucking hilarious. So go watch yeah, those. Sam's a funny guy. Go watch them. Drift Idiot, is if you don't know who we're talking about. Uh, Sam is awesome. And on that note, that's episode 106. Uh, I won't be here next week because I'm going to the Isle of Men. Um, no, the yeah. Isle of Man. It's where it rains men all the time. You're uh, going to Fire Island, huh? Yeah. <laughs> An entire <laughs> island made of fire? Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, these gents will be here to give you a podcast. Well, I'll not be- Kevin. He's going back to Houston. Well, yeah. I will probably... Probably try to do one from the from the road if I can. We still have one coming from Nurburgring that I, I recorded. Don't worry, it's not a drunk one. Unfortunately, maybe I'll make it up to you and do the drunk one at Isle of Man. Either way, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.